It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Monday episode. And I'm so glad that you have chosen to join us today for this podcast. You know, we do this podcast every single weekday, eight minutes of hope, eight minutes of life, eight minutes of encouragement from the Word of God. And I'm so, it's such a blessing that we get to spend this time together. There's no other source of absolute truth, no other source of absolute life outside of God's Word. And we're so blessed that God has given us His Word. And we live in a day, we live in an age and we can know his word, we can study his word, we can watch podcasts, we can listen to podcasts, we can hear sermons, and uh, we can go deep in God's word. And what a blessing that is for us. Of course, we are on a series called 21 Days of Gratitude. 21 Days of Gratitude, and this is day four. You know, the 21 days I'm counting back from is we were going to have 21 episodes from Wednesday, October 25th, until our Thanksgiving, until the day before Thanksgiving here in the United States. So that's why we're looking at 21 days of gratitude. Uh, It's a day for us all to remember. It's a season for us all to remember what God has done in our lives. And today I'm going to start looking at some of the keys to actually having gratitude. What are some of the ways that we can uh, have a thankful heart? What are some of the steps we can take to have a grateful heart? And today I'm going to talk about this. Quite simply, sing your gratitude. Sing your thanksgiving. Sing your joy. Today we're going to talk about singing. This means to sing both out loud and in our heart, making melody to the Lord. I have a nine-year-old daughter, Anna, and if you're watching, you can see the little things that, that she created for this Thanksgiving series. You know, she she painted me some Thanksgiving signs, and Anna is nine years old, not quite as little as she used to be, but still a little girl, full of joy, full of excitement. And you know, as someone who's full of joy, Anna loves to sing as she moves around. Anna loves to sing as she's walking around the house. We hear her little voice singing all the time. You know, sometimes we'll be in the other room and we'll just hear her singing and we'll be like, well, we know Anna's doing something. We know Anna's in the house somewhere because you can always hear her song. And you actually see this a lot in children, of course, young children, and in Anna's case, all the way up to the age of nine and hopefully beyond that. And the reason is that children have joy. Children are joyful. And one of the ways that God made us to express our joy is through song. He made us to express our joy through singing. And did you know God actually calls us to sing? Not just in the Old Testament, but even in the New Testament, we are called to sing to the Lord. Colossians 3 and verse 16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. This verse is taken right after verse 15 of Colossians 3, which we looked at last week. That was the verse that just said, be thankful. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart and be thankful. And now in verse 16, we're told, make melody in your heart. Sing with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. In other words, our singing is linked directly to our thankfulness. Our singing is linked directly to 
our gratitude. There's something about singing and making music in our hearts that leads us to thanksgiving. Songs have a tendency to awaken our heart to thanksgiving for God, to God, towards God. So I want to encourage all of you today, all of you listening, all of you watching, to keep a song in your heart. Consider King David. King David was a thankful man. King David was a man who knew how the Lord had rescued him. And David was a man who was full of songs. He raised his voice in thanksgiving. We see that in Psalm 26 in verse 7, that David raised his voice. And throughout the Psalms, David talks about singing and raising our voice. And he talks about instruments. There is a power in singing. So let's learn songs of praise and worship. Let's learn songs of thanksgiving. Let's learn the Psalms and let your heart rejoice and exult in the goodness of God. Some of you may say, well, look, I know singing is good and I listen to other people sing. I go to church every Sunday and it's like I go to a concert and I hear the people at front playing with their beautiful music. I hear the awesome instruments and I nod and I stop. I maybe tap my foot and I nod along, but I don't really sing. I'm kind of embarrassed to raise my voice. Friend, that's not how it should be. God wants you to sing. Yes, you. Even you, if you say, I don't have a good voice. God wants you to sing. God wants you to lift up your voice. He created it. He loves to hear it. God is not just looking for the professional sound. God is looking for the sound of your voice. You know, they say it's really, uh, church researchers have said, as I've been discovering and, and analyzing the last 20, 30 years, the percentage, especially of men who actually sing during worship, they say has plummeted. That most men who go to church, they don't sing even during the praise and worship time. This is not how it should be. We should sing boldly and loudly. I mean, you don't have to be the loudest. If You don't have to take control of the whole service. But when the worship is being played, when the songs are being played. Sing with all your heart to the Lord. God isn't listening just for the quality. God is looking at what is in your heart. He's he's looking for the quality of your heart, not the quality of your sound. And, you know, that's even something, of course, some churches today, sometimes the the mega churches, they can, uh, some of them do a lot of good things, but sometimes the sound and the sound production is just so overwhelmingly good it's like you're at a concert. It's like you're at a rock concert, pop concert, and that's taught you what well, all I'm supposed to do is listen to the professionals sing. That should not be the church. In the church, we're not just listening to professionals singing. All of us are the body of Christ, and all of us should sing, and all of us should make melody in our hearts to the Lord. All of us should gather together because God has been so good to us. All of us should be thankful to God, and we say, well, God, how can I express this to you? How can I show you my gratitude? One of the best ways, one of the greatest ways is to sing. That's why Paul said it. Sing with hums, sing with hums, but no, sing with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to the Lord. Every time you sing to the Lord, be thankful for what he has done. Be thankful for his work in your life. Be thankful that he raised you. He took you out of darkness. He put you into his glorious light. Be thankful that he has redeemed you from the pit. Sing sing, sing. May these 21 days of gratitude as we come up on Thanksgiving, may they remind us 
we should sing to the Lord with gratitude in our heart, regardless of what's going on in our life. We have a song to sing. We have a Savior to praise. God has done such great things in us. We have the opportunity and the privilege to sing to him. Thank you for watching. We'll be back tomorrow with day five, only on the eight minute devotion. Thank you for listening to the eight minute devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.